The opinions expressed in the following program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Joe Show Connecting All Abilities podcast. I'm your host, Joseph DeYoung, and this is my co-host, Recorder Ron. Um, today, ladies and gentlemen, I have a guest on my podcast today. She is the founder of Tours Around Michigan. So let's welcome the one and only Candace <laughs> Smith to the show. Thank um, you. You're welcome. Good afternoon, Candace. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks. It's great to be here. Hey, it's 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 a pleasure to have you here. Um, so how's it? So how's it feel to be on the show today? I love this. I'm so glad you invited me. Thank you for doing so. Well, um, actually, <laughs> I, I really tried to uh, open up my tours to everyone. Um, of well, all abilities, so I think it's a good fit. <laughs> okay, cool. It's very yeah, cool. also, um, yeah, because I remember I I remember uh, you what you were going to, because uh, I remember I called you, and I because I remember you said that you were going to reach out to me, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, and I believe that you were um, that you were you were in your car at the time when I called you. Mm-hmm. And I asked you if you and I and I said that if you would like to come on the show, and you said yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I remember, if I remember correctly, you caught wind of my show, if I'm correct. But you know, spoiler alert. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyways, we're gonna jump right into the questions. So, question number one. So, tell me about tours around Michigan. So Tours Around Michigan, we're uh, an experience and tour company based out of Grand Rapids, and we do public tours that are downtown Grand Rapids. That uh, So a public tour is one that someone can go on the website and buy a ticket to come on. So those are history, art, ghost tours, um, also riverfront tours, beer, wine, distillery, historic homes, um, and then we also have private tours, which are any of those topics, or you can combine some of them. Uh, so for example, one of my more popular tours is a ghost tour where we go for tastings in haunted places. Uh, and uh, for the private tours, I take people to other parts of the state if they'd like. So I take them to the lakeshore up north um, just to help them explore our beautiful, beautiful Michigan. Okay, so, so when did so? Um, <clears throat> okay, so when did uh, so when did tours around so like when did you start um, tours around Michigan? So I started the company in 2018, and I had just gotten my first work in tourism the year before. Um, I kind of fell into it because my background has always been storytelling in some form. So I've worked in news, I've worked in international PR, I've done branding and media relations. Um, And so I saw an ad that there was a local tour company that was looking for a wine tour guide. And I thought, oh, that kind of sounds fun. I'll check that out. So um, I ended up working for them part-time 
Um, and it was fun and it was really my first dive into tourism and I just found that I really loved it. I fell in love with, with the storytelling through tourism and, uh, I, I won awards the first year I was in tourism. So, oh. <laughs> uh, so I thought, oh, I really like this and I seem to be pretty good at it. Um, and so, yeah. And so the company I worked for ended up going out of business, um, at the end of 2017. So then I started my own in 2018. Oh, okay. Well, it sounds like you found something that you've wanted to do and, uh, that, and that's been your dream. It sounds like. Uh, if I'm correct, so it sounds like you've you've always wanted to do tours around Michigan. Um, so yeah, because from what I what I heard is that you do ghost tours because I was listening to um, I was listening to an interview. Um, it, it's it's actually on YouTube. Um, I was watching that and and I heard you talk all about the ghost tours that you that you put on here um, around Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we're going to go right into the next question. So question number two is coming at you. So how does Tours Around Michigan um, connect with the community? Well, certainly being a business owner, um, I think it's really important to be part of the community um, and also to try to help make the community better. So not just offering different you know, entertainment options, but also uh, being involved with different organizations around the community. Um, so uh, I, I'm trying to do more work with nonprofits and that sort of thing. So uh, I've run some fundraising tours, for example. Um, so uh, I just ran one, in fact, last week, a fundraising tour for uh, a local um, crew team for one of the high schools, one, one of the clubs, and we raised, I think it was $860 um, on our fundraising tour. And then I also ran a tour last month where we raised $570 for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And so uh, I, I love to, you know, work with the community to help raise money and also do it in a fun way. And I also work with the Grand Rapids Public Museum and some different organizations where I will donate experiences that they can auction off uh, for their fundraisers. So I, I do try to incorporate the community and help it along. I'm working on a lot of different types of partnerships to, to help different aspects of the community um, to tell their stories, sometimes stories that haven't been told very often or enough. So um, that's, I feel like that's where I can make a difference is sharing stories that um, people haven't had a chance to really share. Yeah, because also sharing stories is also like art too. It's almost like when you're, when you're telling the story, you're also like, I think you're also like expressing yourself too. Yes, absolutely. So how was that fundraiser? And, um, and what, what organizations are you, um, are you doing fundraisers with? Well, I, I work quite a bit with the Grand Rapids Public Museum. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've done a couple of fundraising um, efforts with them for their for their different events where I'll donate 
um, an experience and they'll auction it off or they'll have it part of a raffle. Um, I, they also have an event coming up this fall to do with the river um, history. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be with them as part of their event to help share the history of the river downtown. Um, so I, I donate to different events. I try to be involved in the events they have. And then I'm also doing fundraising tours where I work with an organization and we partner up, we pick a day and a time that we're gonna run a certain type of tour and then we both promote it. And then uh, the tour runs and the ticket money is donated to that organization. All right, because I remember, because like you just mentioned about that other um, other fundraiser that you did. And I think, yeah, because you said that you raised like $180, if I'm correct? Uh, I, think, I think the one last week we did was $860. Yeah, eight, yeah $860. Then, That's um, a lot of money. Yeah, and then we did, an, and that was one tour. And then another <laughs> one for a tour, we raised, I think, 570 well, that's a lot of money right there for for a fundraiser. Yeah, yeah, um, we're excited to be able to to be able to share that. Yeah, because it's like it's also you know it gives the community a sense of belonging and also um, connection too. Because mm -hmm. the connection is there for everybody, you know, not just not 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 just you, not just like it's for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, so my other question for you, um, let's see here. So, does tours around Michigan connect those with disabilities? So we have we've worked really hard to try to make sure everybody can enjoy um, what we offer. So um, the first communities I really started working with that um, needed more accessibility were the large motor coach tours that started come, that I that started hiring me. Mm -hmm. So um, these big motor coach tours will come in many times from other states to explore the area and they need a tour guide to help show them around the area. So they would hire me and I would make sure that the places I took them to um, were easy to navigate uh, because a lot of these motor coach tours are senior citizens. Um, so many of them have, uh, you know, different ability levels. Uh, we have people that are wheelchairs. Um, we have a lot of people with canes and walkers. So whether I was just taking them to a garden to, to explore a garden or taking them into a historic home, uh, you know, I really make sure that it's something that will be as easy as possible for them. So uh, they're not focusing on maybe challenges of getting inside a place that they can just go in and enjoy it. Okay, and you also have other folks that have cognitive um, disabilities too. Yes, I've also worked with groups of special needs adults. And so one example of what I did with that is that I had a group in for a city history tour. And I typically share a lot of information on these tours, um, but I like to adjust what I do so the group that I'm with um, gets the most out of it in the way that they enjoy. So I had this one particular group uh, on a city tour. It was also during Art Prize. So we had a lot of um, art all over the city and we walked around. And what I did was is really minimize the amount of information I shared uh, and just focused on the basics. 
and then I focused on uh, visuals, so bright colors and things like that for this group that they really enjoyed. Um, I focused on sounds, so like sounds of the river um, or different sounds we might hear, um, and also things that they could touch. So with Art Prize, you know, you have art all over the place. Right. Some, but, but some of thing, it's very touchable and well, some, some of it's not. Well, some of it's not. not. Yeah, <laughs> right. but, well, right. well, that's the reason why I say that is because, like, like there, there's some art that, that you can touch, but there's some that you cannot touch. And it does make it dif- difficult for, um, for folks with visual impairments because they can't see. Right. You know. Right. Um, so, so, for, so for that particular group, I made a point of focusing on art that they could touch. So I, I, I designed the tour so they would be able to touch more things. So do you have, so um, when, you've, when you've had folks with uh, visual impairments come, to, with, come and do the tours, have you had to, um, so have you, ha, have, have you had to take, go sight a guide with them or have them take your, your arm? I, well, I, I really let them lead how they um, will enjoy to. it the most. Oh. So they are welcome to take my arm if they'd like, or, um, you know, if they, if they want to, you know, use a, a, um, if they have a guide dog or if they or use someone their cane or something like that, or someone's yeah. with them. So it really depends on how they enjoy it the most. And I am happy to accommodate that. Um, just in general with my tours, um, I try to make all of my routes, uh, accessible um for wheelchairs and uh wheels and things like that right so impairments right so the smoother it is the easier it's going to be for everyone so um already as i do tours um you know even if we let's say come up to a sidewalk that's a little bit broken i might you know i'll just tell people oh watch your footing you know and so i'm always watching those things anyway um, to make sure that it's a it's a it's smooth for everyone who's on the tour. Um, so if someone on my tour has visual impairments, um, I will make a point of being more descriptive of things. Right. So that way they can get a better understanding. Right. Yeah. Of what you're telling them. Right. So, you know. So and then that way that way they can memorize it also. Um, and because because if you're not telling them what's on the wall or what's in there or about the history of the house or, or something like that. Like, how are they going to know the, how are they going to know about all about the, uh, the house or the place that you, that you're, that you're touring? Right. You yeah. Know what I mean. Yep. So I, I'm more descriptive in what things look like. Uh, I focus more on, what you can hear, what you can feel. Um, and certainly I, I'm tapping into my, my media background in part on those things because being in media, you know, just like this, doing doing sound, doing a podcast, doing radio, or doing something that's on TV, TV. Yeah, yeah it, like you, you try to figure <laughs> out like what, okay, what do I have for Nat Sound? What do I have that people can hear? What do I have, you know, and you try to think of those things um, so people can enjoy it in different ways. Exactly. And it all, and it sounds like you have that, that background um, from with all the experience, and it sounds it also sounds like that you that you have a lot of experience of doing this um, for the community and for folks with visual impairments and also with other disabilities and also whatever it's on radio, TV, a podcast like you just mentioned, um, 
or radio, you know. Ed, you have quite a good, good experience. Oh, thank you. I mean, I'm always learning. I definitely don't know. I, I It's like sort of like the more you learn, the more you know you don't know. <laughs> so, exactly. You know, yeah, I, exactly. I, that, the more, exactly. That's what I, I, was, I was getting ready to say that. <laughs> I know yeah. there's, a, there's a ton. <laughs> there's so many things I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm always learning. And um, so even like if I have someone who's hearing impaired, impaired? on my tour. Yeah, um, someone's deaf, deaf right? or so that, I, that can't hear. Yeah, so I work with sign language interpreters. Mm -hmm. And with that, it, it reminds me a lot of when I worked with spoken language interpreters. Uh, because when I worked in international PR, I traveled with um, like foreign government officials uh, who didn't speak English. And so I would work with an interpreter. So it's a lot of the same skills that I use where... Um, you know, I'm minimizing the bulk of information. So I'm just focusing on like the most important parts of the information because that's going to translate uh, more authentically. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, I, I don't gunk it up with a lot of extra right. words. <laughs> exactly. You know, because that um, all has to be translated. Exactly. And so with that group, I'd, I'd you know, I'd show... You know, I'd, I'd focus on visuals more and things like that, things they can see, things, you know, thinking of other ways they can experience something uh, without needing to hear it. Okay. So my, my next question is coming right at you. Um, all right. So do you, <clears throat> all right. So what events does tours around Michigan put on for, for folks with disabilities? I like to think that all of my tours and experiences are for people with disabilities mm -hmm. um, because I really do try to make that my standard foundation of anything I create is that I think of how uh, different people will experience it. So one example is yesterday I gave a um, historic home tour and that was just, that was all outside. Mm -hmm. So it was walking along um, a couple of blocks in right. our historic home district and sharing in... those things. Okay, it wasn't inside. It was outside. Correct? Right, yep. That one was outside. Yeah. And then I also had arranged for them to go into a home that's Frank Lloyd Wright designed that we have here in Grand Rapids. Mm -hmm. And um, that home, uh, unfortunately, is not uh, wheelchair accessible very easily. No. Um, so, uh, so I always check with the group on what their different abilities are. So even when people book a public tour on my website, one of the questions is about whether, um, you know, whether there are any concerns about different um, accessibility or mobility issues or anything we should know. And so that way, if someone um, has uh, their hearing impaired or, or they're, they're visually impaired or, or, or the wheelchair, yeah, right. Wheelchair bound or they can't, they can't walk or like if, if there's no ramp, I mean, there should be a ramp for that person that's in that wheelchair that's, right. that wants to, that's, that's going to be living in that house. Right. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, um, so I always think, so if I do have, let's say I have a group of people that are senior citizens and mm -hmm. um, I'm taking them on a historic home tour and I'm taking one from a vehicle. So we're driving around. Yep. And um, so if I know that I have people in a wheelchair, there's really only one historic home that is open for tour. 
stores that I can take them into. Um, and so I know to gear them toward that one and to arrange that one for them. Um, so for me to be able to help people of all abilities enjoy the tours, you know, I really try to gather as much information as I can. Um, so when I have a client that needs, you know, something a little different that I can create something for them that they'll really enjoy. That's pretty cool. I mean, because it's very good to create something for them that, that they that they need and what they want. So that way they don't have to deal with any issues or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Plus somebody that's out in the community, whether it will be someone like that, they're like going out or in the community or somebody that's, you know, um, that's like wheelchair bound, like I just mentioned, like we mentioned, um, or someone that's going that someone visual impairments that mm -hmm. that can't see, you know, could also have the house labeled for them as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're living there, and so like yeah. a home that I saw yesterday that I'm uh, starting to build a partnership with because I'm hoping I can take groups in there sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, it's a historic home. Um, it's a bed and breakfast. So um, like with. With their place, they don't have a, a wheelchair accessible entrance. Okay. So for me, that would be a place where I wouldn't take someone in a wheelchair. However, they just they do have one entrance that's a lot easier, and it's a couple of steps. So if I have a group that um, maybe has limited, you know, some limited mobility, but right. they can still take a couple of steps, then that might be an option. If I were to take a um, visually impaired person, yep. If I were to take somebody who's visually impaired in there, um, or with like another cognitive disability in there as well, right, right. Um, or somebody, yeah, or someone that you can't, that can't hear. Yeah, it's, you know, you have to give them the experience too. Yes, and so I, I would be able to tailor that experience to um, different people's ways that they enjoy things more. Oh. So if I were to take them in there, you know, they have a, they have a big piano in there, for example. So I might talk to the owners and say, hey, is there somebody that can play the piano? Is there so, you know, if it's someone who's visually impaired, exactly. you know, so to try to think of different ways um, that they could enjoy it, whether it's like hearing an old cupboard open and close or, exactly. you know, like things like that. Yeah, so I, hearing... I would try to be like, how do I help this in person enjoy it as much mm -hmm. as possible? Also, um, all right. And another question is coming right at you. So what made you want to, um, what made you want to do and start tours around Michigan and why? Well, after I had worked for another tour company and they shut down, um, I really discovered tourism, that it was something that I loved uh, doing because I've always loved storytelling and I've always been a storyteller in different ways. So when I worked in news media and I worked in uh, international public relations and, yeah. you know, it's all storytelling in different, in different ways. And I found that tourism is just a really fun way to tell stories uh, because I get to tell those quirky things and I can make jokes and you know, things well, like exactly. that. Uh, and it's just a really fun way to share history or um, odd stories stories and um we have so many in michigan mm -hmm. and um and stories that people really haven't heard about because they aren't mainstream stories right and so i love to be able to share those little like quirky facts about the or, place or right. somewhere yeah you want to share those facts too 
Um, because like when because if you're telling the story of the of the history of the place or the house or someone that you're taking them to, you know, but like I said, it's it's also being like a like a narrator if it's like on a TV or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, then because the narrator is telling the story and telling what's going on in the in the film or the, if it's a documentary about a place or somewhere mm-hmm. that you're looking for or looking at, you know, mm-hmm. whether you're visually impaired or not, it's it's very fun to go on tours mm-hmm. around here. Yeah, yeah, and I I do enjoy it and with. Mm-hmm. Um, Accessibility, one thing that I've uh, been a little surprised at is that the things that I've been doing, I feel like it's just normal. Like, I, I feel right. like, yeah, well, why wouldn't I do this? <laughs> like, why, why wouldn't I make sure that my, uh, you know, that somebody in a wheelchair could come on it? Why wouldn't I make sure that I could work with a sign language interpreter? Like, uh, to mm-hmm. me, it feels very normal to do those things. And also, it's also community involvement. Mm-hmm. Also. Right, right. Uh, but what I've found is that what, from a tourism perspective, what I'm doing is really unusual. And that's kind of been a surprise to me because I feel like it's so normal and natural and the right direction to do with tourism. But um, some of the accessibility tourism people that I've connected with um, are, are just dazzled by what I'm doing and it feels a little odd to me because to me it just feels normal like what I should be doing um but there is a European organization called Accessible Travel Press and Mm. they uh they share all sort of resources around the world um for people that need accessibility and And disabilities yeah right? right and I am actually the first tour company in the United States that they have endorsed Oh, that's that's pretty cool. I, it is, and it's like, yeah. but it's like it. But again, I don't. I feel like what I'm doing should just be normal. Right. Um, but I and I also there's a organization called Able View mm-hmm. that is national. Um, they're based here in Michigan, but they uh, they sort of uh, they partner up with uh, businesses to show different spaces and how people get around so people can learn about the space before they go into it. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm the first service company for them to partner with okay. at all. So I, I cool. don't have a brick and mortar, um, but I provide a service. So I'm the first service in their directory. Right. Um, but it, but cool. it's just really surprised me at how what I'm doing seems to be extraordinary when to me it just feels like what what everybody should be doing. Oh, cool. Um, and also, I have another question coming right at you. Um, so how can people get a hold of tours around Michigan um, if they would like, to, if they would love to help out? Well, uh, we are always looking for people that are passionate about storytelling. So we'd love to have people reach out in different ways. And it doesn't, it can be giving tours, but it can also be helping with social media or doing videos or what or whatever um so they can go to my website which is touresaroundmichigan.com and we have a page on the website that is called work with us and so if you go to work with us uh you can fill out your information and even you know share the types of things you like doing 
Uh, so we would love to have like different people working with us uh, in ways that they find fun um, to be able to too. share. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we want people to have fun working with us too. Yeah. And, 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 and I think it should be fun. You know? I totally agree. Yeah. And then uh, one more question that I have for you. Um, so what do you like to do to relax when you're not doing tours around Michigan? <laughs> well, my, my children will tell you that I never relax, and it's probably true. So, uh, be, being a, a, a business owner, um, you, you know, you, get a you're lot always of working. There's always relax. something to do. Right. And, yeah. and also, I, and I will say, too, I love what I do. Like, I love being able to do this type of business and share with people in this way. So it's something that I'm passionate about. So um, I enjoy researching stories and things like that. Um, but when I do get a chance to relax, um, it's typically with my kids. And, uh, you know, we'll go for walks. We'll watch movies together. Um, I just went to Detroit with a couple of my kids where, um, one of them, we were checking out one of the universities, uh, but we took an extra day and we went to, uh, historic, um, Fort Wayne in Detroit, which I'd never been to before. Hmm. We went to the river walk in Detroit and that was really beautiful. Um, and we got to see the new Gordie Howe bridge, uh, being built. So I've never actually seen a bridge that, uh, as it's being built. So that was new for me. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. <laughs> and uh, another thing I do uh, as, as like a brain relief, and this is fun for me, mm -hmm. but I, uh, I work with, um, I work with comic cons uh, as a celebrity guest assistant. So um, I will work with these different events and they'll assign me to a celebrity to take care of for the weekend where I'm, I'm making sure they, they have what they need for the weekend while they're at this event okay, signing cool. autographs and stuff. So that, awesome. that's something I get paid for that a little bit, but mm -hmm. mostly that's just for my own brain relief. So yeah. I give my brain a break from constantly being tour Telling oriented. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, right. yeah. And that's well. another reason why I want to, I want to bring people in because the more people I have that I can be like, Hey, can you do this tour? Then that gives me a break to be able to go do mm -hmm. something else. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show today, Candace. It was a real pleasure to have you here and I would love to have you back here on the show in the future. Um, before we go, is there anything that you'd like to maybe say or add to the conversation regarding uh, tours around Michigan or anything else? Well, I loved, first of all, I loved being here. So thank you so much. And I really hope you you come on one of the tours. You are welcome to join um, any of my tours coming up. Uh, but, you know, if people have questions, I want to be able to answer those. So I really encourage people to reach out to me um, if they have concerns or questions. Um, we're also, I'm also very LGBT friendly. Um, you know, so uh, we just want everybody to be able to come and enjoy. We're dog friendly. We're, you know, we try to be friendly for all accessibilities and we're always trying to improve. Um, and we are sharing that information with other tourism places in Michigan. Um, and in fact, this fall, I've been asked to speak at a state um, meeting about accessible tourism. So I'm really trying to spread the word too to help other businesses 
take steps to make uh, their tourism businesses more accessible for everyone. All right, cool. Well, I would like to I would like to thank my guest. I would like to take a minute to thank my guest Candace Smith for being on today's episode of the Joe Show, Connecting All Abilities podcast. And also, um, before we go, before we close out the show, I have I have a joke of the day. So here we go. All right. Hold on a second here. Let me find it here. Okay, here's my joke of the day. I was writing a geometry... Hold on. I was writing a geometry joke. Um, but it took... But it took... Hold on. I was writing a geometry joke. But it turned out too plain. And now I'm back to square palm. <laughs> so I guess recorder Ron here doesn't have any other questions. So <laughs> thank right. you, thank you, recorder Ron, uh, and thank you, Joe. <laughs> hey, my pleasure. So, anyways, um, before we go, um, you can find my podcast on the Whole Picture Podcast Facebook page, and also on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and Anchor, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, my show airs on Tuesdays at 12.30 p.m. on WKTV channels um, at and uh, yeah, Comcast 25 and at and 99. It also airs on Thursdays at 9.30 p.m. Um, so I hope, and I will see you all uh, next time for another episode of the Joe Show, Connecting All Abilities podcast. Uh, until next time, everyone, please take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, peace. The opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media.